Oh, the Lord is good. Amen, amen. It's good to be a part of a... Yeah, you guys can sit down, I guess, too. I guess you're already, guess you're already doing it. Amen. Sometimes you get, in, get where the Lord is working, and it's like you can do anything, and it's just you can play around. You can play around in the river. It's like I'm already used to the water. Now I can enjoy it. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. Praise God. Is he working in, any, in anyone's life here tonight? I tell you, there's great value to, to spending time with the Lord and just waiting and not being in a hurry. Great value. A lot of Christians don't do that these days. They blow in, blow out, and blow up. Come in for their 20-minute sermonette and back to their life. And what God has to do is bigger than that in these days. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's a, uh, if you have your Bible, look, at, look with me real quick. I don't have a, a long uh, message or anything. I just, uh, let me just say a few things. Uh, Romans chapter 12. Romans 12. Uh, how many know we live in a world that is not in, ma- in many ways going to, get, uh, going to get better? I mean, it is in some ways. I don't mean to lose our expectation for, for brighter days. For the believer, we should always expect that. But uh, if you look at Scripture as a whole and step back, you don't you don't come away from it saying, the closer and closer we get to the Lord's return, the more wonderful the world's going to look. More glorious and powerful the church is, yes, but not necessarily the world around us. And, uh, and you know, there can be a misnomer that, that life as a Christian, if you get mature enough and if you get strong enough in faith, well, then everything is easy. Right, everything is just, there's no more challenges. You're, you're just, you're beyond that because you have such strong faith. You just basically point at things and they change. <laughs> right? How do you do that? Uh, lots of time in the Word. <laughs> and, uh, and if you'd spend as much time as me, you could do that too. No, even with the, the most, you know, mighty, men and women of God in times of old, they've had challenges and, and have overcome throughout their life, even throughout their whole life. Been obstacles, things to face. And one reason is because they're still a devil. He's still here, right? You say, well, can't we get rid of him? <laughs> well, the Lord will get rid of him soon. He'll have a big chain wrapped around him, get thrown into a pit for a thousand years. So that'll happen, but no, you can't do that. We can cast him out. <laughs> well, maybe out of your own life for a minute. <laughs> you can't even do that permanently, you know. When Jesus resisted the devil, he still came back later. He looked for another opportunity. So while we're here, there's no, uh, there should be no hope of getting to a place where we no longer have any problems, no longer have any challenges. You know, it's like, 
the idea if I, if I save up enough money, then I'm set. Then I'll just be on coast for the rest of my life and I won't have to work and everything will just be easy. What are you talking about? You think nothing else is going to happen? <laughs> you think you're going to get off the hook from overcoming? No, we just have to be in the mentality, as long as I'm here for all of my days, I'm going to need to overcome things. Amen. Relational stuff, worldly things, the devil. I'm, I, I, need to, oh, I need to be an overcomer. If I don't know how to be an overcomer, that would be a real important lesson to learn. At any age, I'm talking if you're 10 or you're 100, learn how to be an overcomer, Amen. right? Amen. Meaning to be victorious, to overcome things. Uh, and there, it did a, say, well, how, how do I do that then? How do I overcome? Well, it depends on what you're overcoming. It's not really a one swash over everything. It depends on what it is. Here, here's an example. Uh, Romans 12 and verse 21 reads, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with, with good. Overcome evil with good. How many know that's different? Well, let me back up for a moment. First of all, overcome evil, not with more evil. Don't just get mad. Don't just get angry and just get, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to call the devil a few names <laughs> you know, I'm, and people get in the flesh and they're really fighting evil with evil. You know, it's like fighting darkness with darkness. Uh, no, just turn on the light. Yeah. Fire with fire. No, no, use water. Water will be better. Yeah. Overcome evil with good. Now watch, not overcome evil with prayer. Right. Sometimes we, I think we mix our resistance with wrong methods. So, uh, you know, pray for my marriage. What's wrong with your marriage? Oh, it's just so full of all kinds of bad things and so full of strife and anger and hurt and resentment and, and all kinds of stuff. Pray. Well, maybe it doesn't need prayer. Maybe you need to... Be nice. Come on. Come on. Come on. Maybe it needs, you know, a little bit of forgiveness, some love, some kindness, uh, maybe putting the other person first. Overcome evil with what? Good. In what area do you need to be gooder? Yeah. And you need to add some goodness to overcome evil, not all evil is dealt with through the laying on of hands. Well, cast this out of me. Well, I'll try, but I'm gonna do it with a slap. <laughs> if it doesn't work, then maybe you just ought to try goodness. <laughs> but since you ask, I'd be happy to try. <laughs> slap the devil out of me. Uh, so sometimes, again, the motive is right. I want evil out of my life. I want evil out of my marriage. You know, pray for, I've got all kinds of trouble in my finances. Pray for my finances. Well, okay, but maybe that's not it. Maybe it's you just spend way more than you have. 
So, well, wouldn't you pray about it? What good is the prayer going to do? If you keep spending every dollar that comes in you plus, I can pray till you're blue in the face, till I wear all the hair off your head. (laughs) And you still won't have more money. Well, pray that God blesses me. Well, if he does, you'll spend it all and then you'll put extra on the credit card. So how do you overcome that evil? By doing good things, right? Everybody okay? This is just a little mini, mini message on overcoming. Go to 1 John 4. First John, it's, you know where that is, all the way to the right, right before Revelation. 1 John 4, this is popular verses here. Verse 4, 1 John 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because, because he who is in you is greater than he who's in the world. So how do we, why do we overcome? Because the overcomer, the greater one, lives in us. So if you're in that position, you're already in a good spot. You're starting like way ahead. The, the, this, 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 this is fixed. It's rigged just like the election. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say that out loud. <laughs> oh, stop it. There's a couple of people who are going to be mad at me for saying that. <laughs> Get back to our subject. But I'm saying this life of overcoming is rigged in your favor. It's a total setup. You receive Jesus, you receive the overcomer. You receive the greater one in you, so you're, you're approaching life's battle, if you will, from a position of victory. Do you know that's true about yourself? Yeah, the greater one's in you. It, you're gonna have to push real hard against that to fail. I'm just a failure. Wow, you must be working hard. I mean, you must be committed. You probably had dental work. (laughs) You're totally committed to failure. You have to be. (laughs) You have to be resisting the Lord like full time because he's an overcomer. He's not participating in your failure. He's working for you and with you continually to cause you to overcome. So how do I do it? Well, here, here's, here's what it says in, where did it go? <laughs> Chapter five, okay. Chapter five, verse four. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So there's that again. And this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith. And so how, how am I going to overcome? Well, I'm going to overcome evil with good. How am I going to overcome the world? I'm going to do it by faith. Amen. What do you mean the world? Well, uh, John said earlier in this book, he said, all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, they're, you know, they're, that's what the world is all. How do I overcome what's in the world? Well, by faith. What do you mean by faith? By faith in God's word. 
believing what he said. When Jesus was tempted in those areas, say, I'm tempted with the lust of the flesh or the lust of the eyes or the pride of life. How do I overcome? I find out what God has said and I say that. I believe it, I, 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 I say that. That's how Jesus overcame the devil and he was tempted in those three areas in the wilderness. So you overcome the world and you overcome temptation, you overcome sin and worldliness by believing the promises of God, the word of God, that it contains life and power and overcoming victory. And as you grab hold of those, it makes you an overcomer in life. Amen. Everybody okay? Yeah. And then go to one more. Uh, Revelation chapter 12. So now contrast that with the first one real quick. Uh, How do I I overcome the world? How do I overcome these temptations? How do I overcome sinfulness? Well, it's not just by being a nice person. Well, you just need to be nicer. You just be... No, that's not how you over, you need, you need a word from God. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. You remember he defeated the temptation, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If you want to overcome sin in, in your life, temptation, lust, pride, those kind of things, you want to overcome the world, you need a word from God. Which one are you going to use? Well, just pray for me, brother. No! You get a word from God. You get a word that you're going to meditate on when you wake up and when you rise up and when you go through your day and when you, every time you stop, you get, you get that word and you read it again. And you say it again. You go to bed with that on your mind and you say, this is my word from God that deals with my situation, that deals with my weakness or my struggle or what I'm falling into the trap of again and again. Jesus had a word from God and he used it. You use it too. Just lay hands on me. No. It'll hurt. (laughs) Get a word. Say, well, I don't have one. Then you know what to go after. You know what your main goal is. I am going to find a word from God that will cause me to overcome those weak areas in my life. A word. You don't even need 12 of them. Just get one. There's enough power inherently contained in it to totally put you over in life. Amen. Revelation uh, chapter 12, uh, verse 11. So verse 10 talks about the accuser of the brethren, that's the devil. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death. Okay, so we overcome evil with good. We overcome the world with the word. Faith, faith in the word of God. And how do we overcome the devil? We overcome by the blood of the lamb. So that's, slow down. The blood of the lamb, what's that? That's Jesus' blood shed for us. Faith that his blood 
was powerful, that it washed me and cleansed me, made me holy and worthy in his sight, that his blood, like the blood over the doorposts of the children of Israel and Egypt, would keep the enemy at bay to keep us safe and protected from the enemy's attacks. Come on, faith in the power of that blood is how they overcame. How do we overcome? I know about the blood of Jesus. I know what power is contained in it. I know it is once and for all and, and, and forever done and it was just as if it was yesterday or today that his blood was shed for me. It's just as potent and as powerful to wash me clean and make me whole and to keep the enemy at bay in my life. They overcame by the blood. Never forget about the blood of Jesus and what it has done for you. And by the word of their testimony. Come on, you got to use your mouth. You got to speak up and declare. Like the psalmist said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Come on, so. <laughs> Let the redeemed speak up. Let the redeemed speak out. Those who overcome are those who testify. They tell the truth and shame the devil. They're looking for an excuse to praise God and not complain. Those who are overcomers, they have a word in their mouth. There's always something going on. <laughs> Old friend of mine years ago, he, he would all want to, every time I'd get around him, and we kind of do it to each other, but he would say, come on, bud, stir it up. <laughs> if, he, if he saw you not smiling, <laughs> Pastor Mick, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, 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 if, he, if you weren't smiling or shouting or singing a song or something, come on, stir it up. <laughs> and how many know overcoming people, they know how to stir it up. And they got good things coming out of their mouth. There's always a song coming out. There's a word in their mouth. There's something to say. They're, they're declaring the word of the Lord. They're speaking about the blood of Jesus. But they overcame the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And look at what's in their heart, though. Look at their attitude. They did not even love their lives to death. It's like, how are you really going to win this, this, uh, this battle, if you will, with the devil? How about this? I don't even care if I die. I mean, you no, know, someone doesn't care if they die, they're dangerous. It's like, I'm going to heaven, so I'm just, I'm just in this for who cares? And there's something about that that gives you overcoming power. Amen. So, well, I don't want to die. I'm not talking about you have a death wish. I'm not talking about being sad. No, being glad, so glad that what are you going to do to me? Like, what's the worst case scenario here? I go to heaven? <laughs> Give me your best shot, Mr. Devil. Amen. But that kind of confidence in God, no fear of death, no concern. It's not even about, I'm just working hard to sustain my life. No, I'm, I'm just living for the Lord. If he wants to do something with me, I guess he's going to have to keep me alive. Amen. And so we overcome. I know that's just a mini message, and that's okay, I think, sometimes. But I tell you, we need to learn how to be overcomers, don't we? Overcome in all areas of life and let the Lord give us wisdom to know this is how I overcome here. This is how I overcome in this area. This is how I overcome here. Not everything's an attack of the devil. So not everything needs a rebuke. Not everything needs a little swash of Jesus' blood. 
<laughs> Sometimes it just needs some love. It needs some character. It needs some, some, some activity uh, of faithfulness and all the other attributes of a godly life. That's what's going to put you over in life. And sometimes it's standing on the promises, digging your heels in and saying, I believe God that it shall be just as it was told me. The word of the Lord is true and I believe that I receive it in my life. I just give the Lord thanks and praise every day until I see it manifest. Yeah, And sometimes it's about taking a stand, resisting the devil, applying the blood, testifying of the truth. Amen. Amen. Declaring our victory and overcoming the enemy's attacks. Yeah, and sometimes it is an attack of the enemy, and he's coming against you. And you, how many know you don't? You know, someone said one time, you don't counsel a demon out, <laughs> nor do you cast out. What you don't? What don't you cast out? There's another part of that saying. You can't counsel a demon out, but you can't cast out. Help me out. What? What, what can't we cast out? Foolishness. Foolishness. Okay, that'll work. I don't think that's the saying, but that's true. <laughs> Yeah, can't cast out foolish. A lot of things you can't cast out, right? Amen. And so the Lord gives us the wisdom, gives you the wisdom how to be an overcomer in your life. Amen. You know, when Jesus overcame the temptations in the wilderness, as recorded in you know Matthew four and Luke four and so forth, uh, he did that right after being filled with the Spirit. Yeah. And so, I'm not going to do another call on that tonight. I don't think. But if you, don't, if you haven't been baptized in the Spirit, giddy up. Seriously. And uh, uh, just to, to give you another avenue, Sundays we have those classes uh, called Life Identity. And uh, uh, when are the Holy Spirit classes? Are they every week? Every week at 9.30, the Holy Spirit classes take place over there in the living room. And if you say, I don't know what you're talking about, you need to get over there. If you're one of those people that have been taught funky along these lines, and you're battling theology, said, ooh, you all prayed in tongues at the same time. I don't know if that's okay. You should go to the class. Just because you were taught a certain way doesn't mean you were taught correctly. I can show you a whole bunch of scriptures in a second where they did that in the Bible, what we just did. Yeah, so sometimes people battle other teachings. Sometimes they battle lack of knowledge. If you're not baptized in the Spirit yet, go to the class and get that, and uh, you can receive there just like you can receive in a service like this. Amen. I just think it's the day is the time is late. The hour is late. Time is short in God's work. It's time to be all in. It's time to be sold out the whole route. It's time to, to say, let God be true in every man a liar. And I'm ready to, to lay it all down to be baptized in fire. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. Paul said the kingdom of God is not in, in food or meat and drink, but in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yeah? What do you need from the inside? An overcoming peace and joy in your life. Yeah? If you're not happy, time to get filled with the Spirit again. Because the Holy Spirit is a happy camper. And you need His joy 
It's, it's God-level joy, not circumstance-based, but spirit-based. It's eternal joy. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise